0: What's going on, everybody? It's After hours live for the man This hey, This your host Tay Wex.
1: And you got the co-host Mark Sand.
0: All right, all right. Last night NBA Finals Game Three. You know, one thing I like about games Three, the NBA Finals, I miss this about NBA on NBC. Handle stories to come on TV. Pivotal Game Three. Bulls and whoever they was playing Knicks. But this pivotal. This is a pivotal Game Three for I think for both teams. To be honest, They was say it's pivotal for the Raptors. I would say it's up for the Warriors, too, as well. Because if you take game three, putting heat on the other team. I mean, the team must come out and win game four and win game five. Because True. The, the closer that you get to that grand prize, that Larry O'Brien trophy, these get a little bit more dicey. The play level pick up. The, the, the thing that we said about this Toronto Raptors team, what players need to step up? To seal the deal for a win, and the players we said we need to step up for a fact. You needed to we always say Kyle Lowry because you don't know what type of Kyle Lowry that you're going to get in these NBA finals. So we always sure. say Kyle Lowry is going to be one of your guys to step up. We said Marcus Saul, Serge Ibaka, and Danny Green. Those four guys delivered like a like a dinner of four a four entree dinner plate. They came <laughs> through, meat, potatoes, vegetables, and a dessert, and a dessert. And Kawhi, Kawhi, was just a wild side, like Kawhi and die, like let's go, like let's go. And Marcus, when you, when you was watching the game, we we all know that it come the here come the Golden State Warriors the third quarter. It come that it come that avalanche. Right. We didn't see that avalanche. The avalanche. Okay. Right. Steph Curry was the snowman. He was the vulnerable snowman. He was giving you all that he could in that game, especially in the first quarter. Guy couldn't miss, man. But get that splash bro stuff. He is the human torch. Man. Always on fire. You can always count on him when you need a bucket. But Marcus, from your standpoint, from the game, what do you see different from the Warriors and what do you see different from the Raptors from the game three? uh i mean i thought the um uh,
1: the warriors you know they was out without clay and like you said on the last pod people underrate just how good clay thompson is for right. so all his movement his defensive uh abilities you know he's like he's always in an all defensive uh talk so they missed his defense and his shooting which left everything up to steph and uh-huh. he did all he could like you said but he just didn't have that, that extra scoring punch he needed because after a while, Toronto, they just started leaving the other guys. Like, it's mm-hmm. just Steph. You know, we, we, we'll guard Steph. We'll double Steph when we need to. But these other guys are going to have to make shots for, before we respect it, including Draymond Green. Right. So he normally get a, get the ball in the center of the court and pick and choose who he wanted to distribute to. Yesterday, mm-hmm. he can not do that because who are you going to distribute to? Your Gods is hurt. Right. And I felt like... At that moment last night, the Warriors knew why there's an asterisk on their 2015 title. Right, LeBron was in the same situation. He had neither one of his uh, second or third best players, and he was out there fending for himself pretty much. And that's what Steph was doing, and they fell short. It was right. just too much. Toronto was just too talented for him. You know, Pascal Siakam, Kyle Lowry was on, Danny Green was on, Marcus. And Danny. Right. It was just too many of them.
0: <laughs> right. They had to pick their poison. I think, right. I think OG is getting a little bit closer to a game-time decision. So if you get an OG Obinobi back out there, back on the floor rather than playing in the playoff game, if you get him going out there to step up in the next couple, to get, hopefully you can get him back for a game four or five, the championship odds would go even higher for the Toronto Raptors because they get another scorer out there, another defender, and they can stretch the bench out even longer. And you can buy more fouls, too. So you're looking at where Kyle Lowry won't be picking up as fourth the fifth foul. I thought Kyle Lowry played an A game. He was everywhere, playing defense. I thought, I, I thought, I thought right. that was the main – like, you get Kawhi going with your 30-point, but to, to get 23 from Kyle Lowry is always that's – definitely, that's definitely the X factor. Even though I always said – I text you last night and say, look, if the Raptors want to win, Serge Ibaka got to play aggressive. What did he do? Played aggressive. Had, he had six blocks last night. All right. Blocks is – do I look at blocks? No points scored points, uh, extra re, uh, defensive rebound for your team. So those are win. those are winning, those are championship plays. Yes, they're gonna look at it where Spicy P got off. Fred VanVleet. It's funny that I'm watching team, I'm hearing all this stuff. Fred VanVleet, he's, he's the reason. I've been saying that. <laughs> I, they did what I said they should have did on one of the podcasts. I said what I would do I would not. I would not start getting Green going into a game. I would start Fred vanfleet. You just start your first or your second half off to get to throw a monkey wrench into the game to get that team a different look. What happened last night? Nick Nurse though Fred VanVleet in the starting lineup to start the third quarter off, and the team ripped off another run. This not a check, it's, baby. This is
1: test.
0: <laughs> they keep leaving Marcus all open. I thought things get a little bit different. Till so you had Boogie Cousins. Who I believe that the medical staff and himself rushed himself back so he can get back there on the floor because he didn't like you said, Marcus on the pod. Demarcus cousins don't want to sit out the whole the whole playoffs because they won a championship. It was, he would feel like they didn't need me to win a championship. I just can't. It like I just can't here just for a free ride.
1: All right. on the bandwagon.
0: <laughs> on the bandwagon. He played nine minutes. He was one for seven from the field. Gave you two points. Let's be honest. I, I want to say this. I, I totally disagree with Stephen A. Smith. said. I thought it was kind of disrespectful to me and for people who play basketball. He said Demarcus Cousins played horrible. He played terrible. Was, Man, come on, let's be honest. Dude had a quad injury. Missed two <laughs> months of basketball game. He want this guy to come out here from a quad injury, go out there and score thirty?
1: Right. What did they expect? <laughs> right,
0: Why would you expect Superman to come out there with his cape on and do Superman things? No. I mean, even, he ain't done, like, right, done that all year. Right. He ain't done that all year. Right. Even Superman gets stopped with Kryptonite. <laughs> so I'm looking at where it is I thought Boogie Cousin gave you all you can all you can give. Um Steph Curry was winded. Yeah, but like I was saying, like Steph Curry, we know Steph Curry do does these type of things. But I still like on that team, Clay Thompson is the most underrated and appreciated player on the roster because like what you were saying on the top of the podcast, Mark. He played defense. He always defense ready. When it's time to score, he's 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 another flamethrower. I feel like he. I feel like to me. I feel like he's the best pure shooter on the team. And it goes on notice because you got Steph taking a lot of shots. Steph did a lot of home run balls. You got Kevin Durant who takes a lot of away too from what Clay doing. If you look at something, if you look at some of their stat sheet throughout the regular season, you can look at games where Kevin Durant had thirty eight. Steph with twenty five. And you got Clay right there with 21 points. And you look at it, and Clay Thompson has better shooting efficiency nights than Steph Curry. I always said that Steph Curry has the ultimate green light on If they want, Steph Curry can pull from from half court, and the coach won't say nothing to him. Because they believe in his shot that much, that will go in. Um, Looking at this right here, I'm looking at... Look at how this, the first quarter started off. How Toronto came out. They, Toronto built the wall too.
1: Yeah, on, sure the did sta- it.
0: on the Golden State Warriors to keep Iggy and Steph out. How Steph not really getting going again. I did too late in the middle of the first quarter again. So you build a wall. Dick Nurse is smart. Everybody keep knocking him for that box and one. The box and one is definitely designed for that type of that type of people who score. I got right, my two. Especially I got
1: my, Ain't nobody else out there.
0: It's just yeah, Steph. Right, I got my, I got my two, I got my two strong defenders. I got my guy in the back, and I got the two to the side. So if you swing it, we go from the box in one. We go straight for the box one. Now we, now we in a, a three-two defense. So that's the way I look at it. There's different ways that you can stop this team. You got to get physical. The reason I'm saying this, two, I might be the only one who see. Is it me or Steph Curry flops or kick his leg out every three-pointer?
1: I mean, it's it's the whole league that do that. I can't just put that on Steph. James Harden do it. Like, right. Steph do it. I see LeBron do it. Like, everybody do it to some degree. But I think Steph's is, like, super obvious. Right. Like, you, we know you flopping, bro. Like, chill. You don't do it. <laughs> it's too yeah. exaggerated.
0: I mean, look at this first half. We're going to talk about the first half. The first half, you know, the Golden State Warriors was down 52 to 60. You look at Koala had nine points. I'm like, okay, Warriors made a run. You look at Iggy. Had two points, two rebounds. Draymond Green was seven points, two rebounds. DeMarcus Cousins had four points in the rebound. Sean Livingston, been MIA, the whole, the whole playoffs with four points. Steph Curry had 25 points, eight rebounds, four assists, and he was fourth and eighth from the three-point line. Dude, he was 50%, man. This, and they had 10 bench points to go, too. And you're looking at where what the Raptors did. Kawhi did what he did, nine points. But the one thing I like about what the Raptors is doing, when they get the lead, you know they, they was working the clock. The clock became the Warriors' enemy because every time they get the ball, Kawhi walks the ball of the court, Kawhi walks the ball of the court, and, and definitely the Golden State Warriors get beat on a lot of defensive rebounds as well. So they couldn't get a lot of defensive rebounds where the Raptors get reclaimed with the offensive rebounds, milking the clock, taking another 14, 15 seconds off. That hurts when you can't really score and you got Steph Curry out there to win it. You're looking at uh, Seattle, will have 14 points. Gasol had eight points. Danny Green, who I thought they played a phenomenal in the first half. With three, we was three from four with nine points, and Kyle Lowry led everybody at half with fifteen points. Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry is a pit bull like. He might not be your most efficient scorer, but he's definitely out there playing he's in my like
1: regular season, Kyle Lowry yesterday.
0: Yeah, he did. He couldn't miss. He couldn't miss. Didn't miss. But the one thing, if they want to win this game tomorrow night, I'm gonna say this right now about Kyle Lowry. He stopped picking up dumb fouls. Don't fouls. You are hurting yourself like definitely because sometimes you he can he's following the wrong at the wrong time they can be up by 10 or 12 points he's following them by name the bonus like you don't need that right Shoot, some steph curry it's like J. cole album it's the warm-up he ain't gonna come hit you with that boring <laughs> like <All> right.
1: <laughs>
0: do not follow steph curry like you want that one thing i'm gonna say you want that clock running as much as possible because when you up like i said before that clock becomes the warriors enemies i just feel like the warriors could do it's a positive that the warriors did they kept they they kept the game closed and they just got out of hand like who can you trust you can't a lot of guys like you said marcus they can't trust a lot jordan Bell. can't be trusted alphonse mckinney can't be trusted quinn cook can't jonas jabranco are you serious can't be trusted so when you're looking at this... To, so, we're going to call it like this, how it is. Going into tomorrow's night's game, this must-win game four. This will become must-win for the Warriors. No KD going, but you got Clay suiting up. Even though things can change, you can't knock the Warriors. They still can win on their floor. What are three What are three things that both... Te- what are the three things that both teams need to work on, from Warriors and Raptors, to silver victory? Give me some winning points, and give me some losing points as well, like... What's the worst that can happen to both these teams, and what's the best that can happen?
1: So the worst that can happen for the Warriors is uh, Clay Thompson get back out there, and instead of helping them, he actually hurts them. So they they rely on him heavily in their offense, especially for like when you know Steph is driving or Draymond is driving, they hit Clay in the short corner. Uh, or or in a win for a three, you know, and defenses have to respect that because they know he can knock it down. And he also does a lot of movement. So it's just always mm-hmm. keeping the defense honest. Like you can't, you can never forget about Klay Thompson. So if he get out there and he's a negative, that'll be a worst case scenario for them. Because then I think it's just a repeat of game three happening. Especially if it's no KD, it's going to be a repeat of game three where they, they're not going to acknowledge any other player on the offensive end except Steph Curry.
0: And you can't have that.
1: Now, a good point would be if somehow they get Draymond Green, if they get the 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 best version of Steph uh, Curry, they can get an engaged Draymond Green, so one that's controlling the offense, controlling the pace, and then you get something from Boogie Cousins. Like, that's the best-case scenario Because, you know, in game two, Boogie Cousins, he was out there. You can tell he was out of shape. You can tell he was windy, but he still did positive things on the floor for him. You know, he neutralized Marcus, all. He made buckets, uh, timely buckets. So if you can get just, you know, a little bit from DeMarcus Cousins, that's a plus. And then you need the crowd in it. I thought last night, the Oracle crowd wasn't how they usually be. A, a-, a lot of that had to do with Toronto. You know, they-, they came out early, you know, and made a statement and kind of took the crowd out of the game. But they needed their crowd to be like how, you know, Jurassic Park is. So, if they get those things, you know, Draymond, controlling the pace, controlling the tempo, uh, okay Steph, and DeMarcus Cousins in a a crowd, I think they can win game, game four, and tie the series up. But then on the other hand, for Toronto, they just need to repeat game three. They repeat game three, they in there. You know, they they can't, uh, they have, they haven't had terrible games. Like, Game two, they was in the game until the um, very so they they just gotta keep consistently doing what they've been doing. Like they can't go away from their game plan now at this moment. Now that they've seen it, it's it's been successful.
0: All right, I I'm must say this is the best and this is the good thing and the worst thing. The worst thing that can happen, the worst thing that's happening right now for the Warriors, no KD. The best thing that's happening for the Raptors, there's no KD. <laughs> so. The, the, the the second worst thing right now is happening with the Warriors is injury. That's their worst thing because a fully healthy a fully healthy Warriors team probably would have swept his um would have swept his uh. Right now the reason I'm saying that because I remember a healthy New Jersey Nets now who's now the Brooklyn Nets got swept by a health Lakers. Lakers took care of them. now the best thing that can the best thing that can happen to the. So the Raptors would be, can they, like you said, can they duplicate that same style of basketball? Can they play with that same energy and play it to that level? Can they make crucial stops? Can they get the key rebounds? Can they stick onto their man when they shoot? So you like you said, no KD, no problem. But the whole thing is that team is still dead. That team was deadly This was Steph Curry out there by itself. This is the worst, the worst thing that could happen above team another person going down with the worst thing that can happen but the positive is i'm going to take away this that can happen for a team they want to catch if clay come back to, when Clay come back tomorrow night will he be clay of old the worst thing that can happen to the for the raptors you don't want him to catch fire the best thing that can happen for the warriors he will he can catch but i just feel like going down putting the hamstring you may feel good shooting the ball because you just stationary. Well, you got to go You got to yeah, move. Like I got to people, you got to move. People always say, oh, he, he can do, he got practice. I'll be telling people, I'll be saying, this is my exact words at work. My guy. <laughs> practice in game is practice. You just, you're not going that hard. It's the finals. You're not trying to get hurt. You're not trying to pull anything. Everything in right. practice right now in the NBA finals, all walk through. All this. We're going to watch film. We're not walk through because... I'm going to run through. It's a totally <laughs> different. When you got to go play, 30 to 40 minutes of basketball, and then your ham is burning, and everything's getting tight like a turtleneck. Then when you're <laughs> in practice, and everything is loose like a, like jogging pants, and you're only out there walking through stuff for 10 minutes or 15-minute walkthroughs, right. it's totally different. Thing. When you put, go out there and produce, I had to get seen tomorrow night. Toronto trying to go out there and run early. the whole thing is Toronto. Toronto is controlling the pace of the game, like you said before the top of the podcast. This game is all about pace. What team gonna come with that blow, that knockout <laughs> blow? Somebody, right? Can a, the Warriors? Will the Warriors come with that Mike Tyson knockout like they do in the third quarter? Or will the Golden State Warriors come with that Floyd Mayweather knockout? Gonna walk you, gonna slow you down, walk you through into a technical knockout, and get the win. This is dice. This is right. tomorrow's night's game. I'm gonna pick the Raptors to win it. The Bulls are and they got the confidence. We up two games to one. You've never seen a team take a two-one series lead over the over the Warriors in the NBA finals. No,
1: nope. no. Yeah, I don't think we've seen that in any of their series. So, any this would be Either interesting.
0: All, everything is getting heated. Steve Kerr's Everybody's frustrated. All
1: right, yeah, this was Steve Kerr to make cold his money.
0: In the, the, whole, the, the pitch climate, you pitch Why you not even know where you office and you can get banned. You're a part owner, you get banned for the rest of the playoffs. Like oh. it's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. Then they can do anything because you sit courtside. They don't give you the right to touch a player. I see everybody else caught him so he won't hurt himself. At the end of the day that at the end of the day, they players to the your card. We get up. He pushed the most on call for very on call for. Carl took the high roll, but that was me on oh, no, our oh. I made sure he won a championship on your phone. I to the, I would probably just slap him anywhere else. If he seen Carl Lark, he would have pushed Carl. He was so high on something, the coin, blah blah blah. But that's what he did. Like man, this stuff is getting ridiculous, man. A lot of things get ridiculous around the league. It, was, it was unbelievable. So we had an NBA trade to go down, Marcus. Today, Allen Crabbe got traded from the Brooklyn Nets to the Hawks.
1: He got traded back to the Atlanta Hawks. Man, you
0: start for that? <laughs> no, he played for the. He played for the Portland Trailblazers. That's right. That's right.
1: Hmm. So, what did the uh, uh, Brooklyn Nets receive?
0: <laughs> the Brooklyn Nets receive. What was it? I think a 2021 draft pick, like like second-round draft pick or something like that. Oh, man, they
1: wanted to get rid of him. Right. But they they basically got nothing back. So I don't recall what was going on with Alan Crabber in the playoffs. I don't know if he had an injury, but I just don't remember him
0: being out there. No, no. Now, now listen to this. Remember I was was saying about the owner, the majority owner, Mark Stevens, got fined 500 k for pushing... And saying obscenary language towards Kyle Lowry, he got a one-year ban. Wow, Why?
1: that's crazy! See, I had no idea he was a, a, a owner of anything. His behavior definitely didn't depict that he was an owner of anything.
0: <laughs> hey, what's the, hey, hey what's that saying that your parents used to say to as a kid? We go to school, son or 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 daughter, keep your hands and feet to yourself. Right. Just sit back and watch the game. The guy was not trying to hurt. You were trying to hurt. Push the guy. Imagine you would have pushed and He would have slipped on something. He out for the season. For the rest of the playoffs. Because you hurt him. You're pushing him. Anything can happen. Wet spot on the floor. Like, come on, man. Straight right. on him. Kyrie Irving got spotted out of New York. Like, he's like he's heading to the Brooklyn Nets practice facility. Is, it, is this? Could, could this be like Kyrie's head to Brooklyn? Could this be, I mean if, it, he has no wrestling out.
1: Like it. I mean, that's what it's looking like to me. I mean, Stephen A., is, uh, He getting on first take and mm-hmm. proclaiming that all things are pointing to Kyrie going to the Knicks. I mean, we know he's from New Jersey. You know, Brooklyn is now, uh, you know, that that whole area is treated almost as the same, you know, New York, New Jersey. So uh, i think say signs are pointing towards him leaving uh, Boston for sure. Uh, I don't know whether it's going to be Brooklyn or, or uh, the Knicks, though.
0: So. Right. All I can hear Stephen A. Smith saying, no. <laughs> I told you that boy Kyrie. I know. Now, now listen here. I know his father. I know his pops now. You know, I'm South from New York. He from New York, and uh, I know his pops. Who? Dredder? Oh yeah. Man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. From I'm here from the Kyrie Irving camp. That's gonna come down to either one in Brooklyn, New York, or the Lakers. God forbid. because you know if you go there, they're gonna say you need it. You need LeBron. LeBron needs you. Like this is gonna happen. Make the best decision for Kyrie Irving. Don't go on by what people are saying on TV analysts. Do what's best for you. You feel like you want to go back and play with LeBron? At the end of the day, people are going to say LeBron needs you, no, or you need LeBron. Y'all need each other. It's almost like coffee with no cream or coffee with no sugar. You need that <laughs> chemistry to make it taste right. You just can't. You just can't sit there and tell about. I'm gonna make Kool-Aid with no sugar. What? It ain't Kool-Aid. It's just cool. <laughs> True. I'm, just drinking, I'm, just, I'm just drinking color water. That's what you're drinking. But at the end of the day. Kyrie are going to make the best decision for him. And other news around the league before we get out of here, J.R. Smith, name is coming to the trade, talks with the Miami Heat. What type of offers and what type of draft picks are the Cavaliers going to get? Are they going to get a player for J.R. Smith? You've got to get something out of that. What's going to happen, Marcus, in these trades? We know we know that the NBA draft is, is here. It's two weeks it's what? Two weeks away, I believe, two or three weeks away. So we're about two and a half weeks away from the NBA draft. The team's already trying to make moves already. They're trying to secure the next big thing. So when you look at that, what's going, what you think is going to happen, Marcus? One of these teams to build a championship contender and a championship-caliber team for her going forward. So the Kyrie situation, him getting spotted outside of New York, um, basketball shoes, like he got a new lady by his side too, you know. things start to look good for Kyrie Irving. Coming you got a new lady? lady? A new lady. If you, if, if, for those people are, who are out there not following Kyrie Irving on his Instagram, Go check out Kyrie Irving Page. You got a new leading lady in his life. She's pretty cute, too. Um, shout out to him, man. You know, as though you get, you become more mature, you see things different. You don't see things through a half glass anymore. Uh, you're just trying to do the best that you can with your situation. I keep telling people the same thing at work. You're trying to be the best you can be at this thing called life. You only get one shot at this. You don't strike out three or four times, then you're going to come back. You get shot one time, it's a possibility that you can live. It's a 50-50 chance. But you only get one shot. This thing called life. For all the young people out there, and elderly people, you know, old heads, young heads, women, kids, dogs, cats. You only get one life at this. You only get one shot. You 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 want to be in a movie? People want to be in movies. They die for you. Already famous. You're the director of your own show called Life. So Kyrie Irving is doing the best he can do. Like what? what, If he go New York, if 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 Katie go with him New York they don't have to go to new york Knicks. i don't think i don't see nobody playing for new york Knicks. stadium old ain't nothing new about it exciting <laughs> except for you get spiked yeah, you will get you will get Spike Lee at all your games and maybe a chris a chris a chris Rock. but if you go to brooklyn new facility new practice facility new stadium and the art stadium everything in there is going to be a little bit different the fans there like they having more fun than they are in new york um new york Knicks tickets over overpriced for what Overpriced people overpaying for tickets with for team who had been to the playoffs in a long time. They haven't won a championship since Phil Jackson came off the bench. So right since
1: he was a player, that's since crazy. A
0: player. <laughs> so the last time they won, so it was 1973. I wasn't even born. Well, Clive Frazier played for them and won it. I think won a championship, and the Cavaliers traded him away. <laughs> so, so you're looking at Kyrie situation. I think he's probably going to settle in New York. If not, if he don't go to L.A., maybe maybe the Lakers probably go get Kimball Walker. But you know, according to Campbell Walker—he's over in Japan doing his little, a little sneaker tour with with Team Jordan. It may be a possibility. He's his whole focus right now, to Walker, is is to stay with the Charlotte Hornets organization. But the whole thing I say about this: Well, Michael Jordan open the checkbook up and go get two max players. That's the thing. Owners got to owners complain to they can't get players. But at the same time, you got to spend money to get players that you want to take your team to the to the next level of winning. Right,
1: and like as I've been saying since we we started talking about the you know the this summer, in the Charlotte Hornets, I don't see Michael Jordan doing it. I don't see him. He hasn't done it yet, and it, it just seems unlikely that he's gonna go out and spend that money.
0: Right. Now moving moving along, J.R. Smith get traded to the Miami Heat. Go down there and play. You know now you're hearing Chris Paul name come up a trade names with the Miami Heat, a possible Lakers going to the L.A and he through another team that came up was the uh the charlotte hornets so say if you do lose kimball walker and he go out west and the hornets make a trade go get go get chris paul because the contract at that time be cheaper it'd be affordable now if you go going get chris paul we know chris paul can attract some type of players in the free agency we'll, could you imagine like a chris paul go get a carmelo anthony come play for the charlotte hornets and maybe go get another another big man somewhere that can be solid Anything can happen. It's gonna be a crazy. It's gonna be a crazy right. time in the NBA. Anything is possible.
1: I mean, that'll be huge. Yeah. I know those uh, players are, are older, you know, Chris Paul and uh, Melo, but that'll be a huge look for the Charlotte mm-hmm. Hornets, you know, because they historically don't get players like that, you know, and they may convince you know Kimber to stay, but you know, but they gotta right. pay him. That's that's the other thing about it. That's the only thing that that's got me on the fence with them. Is is mm-hmm. the money.
0: Michael Jordan don't wanna pay luxury tax. Sometimes you gotta pay that, that extra two, three million dollars to get what you want. When you when you win it, when you win championships, you can make that money back. Jersey sales, stadium sales, people gonna buy food, people gonna, people er, the whole thing will make money. So a whole lot play into that type of ball game area area. So we're not gonna hold everybody up much longer. I feel like me and Mark's been blabbing off the mouth longer than normal that we can chew. Man, first and <laughs> foremost, if y'all not following us on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Anchor, Stitcher, Twitter, Instagram. Man, take time out. Follow us on Insta I mean, follow us on Instagram. The name is Tay Wiggs. That's Mark Senior. Um like I said, on Twitter it's actually After Hours from the Man Cave. On Instagram it's after hours from the man cave.
1: From the man, cave. Man,
0: man man, go on over. Hit that heart. Tell me if you like it. Man, leave drop some comments. Tell me what y'all think. That we need to t- tell us what y'all want to talk about. If y'all want to come on the right. show and talk, let's do it. We up for <laughs> right. the debate. We up for the debate. Yeah, I, don't mind to, I don't mind putting on my school clothes and got my book bag and my pad and my pencil <laughs> taking y'all to school now. So at the end of the day, this After Hours Live for the Van cave, This your host, Tay Wiggs.
1: You now you got your co-host, my Yeah,
0: we out of here. Peace. Peace.
1: Thank you for listening to After Hours Live from the Man Cave Podcast. If you would like to hear more from me and my man Tay Wiggs, please go to your favorite podcast listener and subscribe to us. We are just about everywhere nowadays. We're on Stitcher, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple iTunes and Google Podcasts. So if you like what you hear, subscribe to us to hear more. Oh, and before I go, please also hit up our anchor profile page that's anchor.fm forward slash after hours live from the man cave and click that little purple button that says support this podcast and help us out peace